It's our nine divas of wellness, and this diva started early, and she's going on from strength <laughs> to strength. Namrata Purohit, great to see you. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. Great to see you too. It's so nice to be here. <laughs> Let's get down to the basics because I know you have a basics first approach. What is it that people who are lackadaisical, who haven't done anything about their overall wellness and health and well-being, what are those factors they need to get into order? You know, I think the first thing is starting with the kitchen honestly because that is something that we can control pretty easily by just getting the right ingredients home not snacking and just pre-planning your meals so that you're a little bit more on track so that you're working correctly and eating nutritious food so i always say i don't believe in you know diets as such but i do believe in eating right eating well so it's never about eating less but eating enough of the right stuff so i think that's one big thing to kind of get in order another thing i always say is you know fitness is this is huge world of fitness there's so much out there so if you're taking your first step take baby steps because we can't go from 0 to 100 in a day so take baby steps so that you don't get injured work on the correct form you know work towards it and then you can also try so many different forms of fitness there are plethora of fitness forms and exercises out there so try it because there's something for every you'll find something you enjoy be it pilates ems you know flowing maybe trampoline maybe jumping maybe dance there is something for everyone so i always say try it all and given that we face this huge lockdown we're slowly coming out of lockdown into an unlockdown phase people yeah. who don't have gear at home what is your advice to them you know so for the last 8 months or so i've been taking classes online and we've literally worked with just the body i always say your body is more than enough it is an extremely functional machine i always compare it to you know a car a beautiful car that you buy and the way you take care of it that's kind of the way you should take care of your body fuel it correctly with the right food you know you also want to give it the rest so it doesn't overheat and of course keep it working and moving so that you can always do better with it right and it can take you places so that's how i compare the body to a car and i just say that there's so much you can do with just your body alone i think in the last 8 months i don't think i've done two sessions with one client that may be the same because there's so much out there and it's extremely challenging and then of course we have household props so you can use rice bags you can fill up a backpack you can fill up you know two bottles of water to, if you want to add weight and you know dumbbells or whatever you can use a wall to do a complete workout use a chair it's just about getting creative there's so much you can do just with your body and small household props what is your advice to people who don't have that will power to work on their bodies or their diet you know people who in the middle of the night will get up and snack on the wrong thing the fried stuff and the sweet stuff people who are you know work hard at their job sitting at a desk but really need to to get moving as far as their physical fitness is concerned so i feel people like that lack willpower what is your advice to them you know i genuinely think the reason there's a lack of willpower is because either you've not found something that you enjoy because there are a lot of fitness forms as i said earlier that you will enjoy or you just feel like oh my god how am i going to take out 40 minutes or one hour or one and a half hours every day to do this so i just i can't do it, you know so i think the reason the simple thing that you can do is shorten your workout hours 
give me a 10 minute walk in the morning good job you know it's still better than sitting on the couch whole day give me a 5 minute walk before you eat your lunch you've done 15 minutes already and then maybe in the evening just before you wind up before you eat your dinner give me 20 minutes of stretching can't be that hard 10 minutes of stretching you've got in your 30 minute workout you know you can break it up i know it's good to do of course an entire routine together because it will build your endurance stamina but start small start with 5 minutes 10 minutes as i say one step is better than no step so That's- just do that and you will achieve a lot and even sitting on your desk sitting on your table there are small little things that you can do maybe some arm circles maybe just you know lift your leg up and down a few times work the core just fire it up at least that way you've got some muscle work going because you don't want your muscles to just slack completely at age 16 you are one of the youngest trained stott pilates instructors in the world what got you in, interested in at such a young age and what really is being a stott pilates instructor tell us that okay so basically my journey started with a fall so i was horse riding and i love horses don't blame my horse please it was my fault but i was riding and i went flying off and fell on my heel so i kind of my leg turned twisted and locked itself so i kind of busted the knee and had to undergo an immediate surgery when i was 15 years old and i was told that i'm going to have to stop dancing squash horse riding all the things that i love which was something i wasn't willing to accept and that's kind of how i started this journey of you know rehabilitating my self trying different forms of exercise and that's how i stumbled upon pilates because my father was hosting a course in mumbai and literally 4 days into the course for the first time in an entire year of trying 100 different things i was absolutely pain free so and i even went and played my squash nationals just a month after that so you know it just became like this miracle i always say pilates is the closest thing i've experienced to magic and because it helped me so much my father who was dealing with a chronic back issue for 40 years used to wake up in the morning hunched over and for the first time in 40 years he rolled out of bed absolutely straight and absolutely with no pain so it was just this magic that we both felt and that's kind of what drove me at that age to be like if it can help me so much it can help so many other people out there who've been told that they can't dance or can't or even just simple things you know just to reach your fitness goals and kind of not take a step back and that's kind of how the whole journey of pilates started and stop pilates you are stop pilates i would say is one of the premium schools now it's called merkyu pilates is one of the premium schools of pilates in the world one of the best <laughs> now i understand that in your studio you do something very unique you combine pilates with simulated altitude training now i have a friend chewang motopo is involved with the marathon in ladakh in le ladakh and yeah. he talks about how difficult it is not only to run that marathon it's one of the most difficult marathons in the world but also to train for it because the air is really rarefied so what do you do with with altitude training So basically simulated altitude training we lower the level of oxygen that is in a room so the level of oxygen is kind of reduced so usual air has 20 21% in mumbai we reduce it to 17 sometimes on 14 depending on how you're training and that kind of helps you work and build your endurance to go to you know such places and have no problem with the spo to spo to being a buzzword now even with the virus around but kind of help work or improve that without changing the pressure level nice so i understand the ladder barrel the cadillac teacher the reformer you know the the chair are all pilates equipment yeah. and obviously in going by what you said earlier that in times of a crisis like this when you're confined at home you're saying you can still do pilates without those particular equipments it's just that you'll have to find substitutes for them is that true 
Yes, I mean, you can definitely do mat pilates. You can definitely find household props that will get you an amazing routine. But of course, I can't deny that the reformer or the Cadillac or any of those equipments are going to get you a very different workout. And the beauty of it is it can either challenge you or assist you depending on, you know, what you need for a particular exercise. Plus on one equipment alone, you can do more than 1000 different exercises. So it does make it very fun, but at the same time, I think we can make the best of the situation and do a lot at home as well. Nice. I also like that you diversified. I mean, you you trained initially to be a Pilates instructor. You've done so well for yourself, but you've diversified and and gone on to do other aspects of overall wellness. For example, uh, you're a certified pole fitness instructor, and you also teach boogie bounce. For those who don't know, <laughs> what is pole fitness and what is boogie bounce? <laughs> So pole fitness basically like you know you've obviously heard of pole dancing but pole fitness is basically using the pole specifically for exercises of course we do do a couple of dances here and there which are great fun but it really works the core one thing i can say for sure is you're going to have a rock solid core at the end of your pole fitness session and also arms everything is just an amazing form of exercise and boogie bounce is trampoline so we basically we use the trampoline with a rod so that you have support as well and then we do a whole 45 minute class 40 minute class of literally jumping on the trampoline and you'll be surprised at how many different kinds of jumps you can do on that one piece of equipment and of course we also do muscle endurance so most of the things that i've gotten into have been mind and body forms of exercise so that everything really works on engaging the core everything works on the entire body focus on breathing even electric muscle stimulation all these things really do train the entire body while having you really focus the mind <laughs> i know you're very passionate about music but when did you first think of fusing classical pilates routine with music and how does that flow <laughs> so like i said you know i love dancing so there was this one time like i was just playing regular music in the class for myself and i was working out on the reformer and i noticed myself naturally going to the beat of the song like i was doing the exercise and moving to the beat of the song and i was like hey this is a good idea so then i kind of started finding songs to which we could do certain exercises and then started designing routines accordingly and then also like asking my clients which is your favorite song song of the week and then kind of put it together and it was it's great fun honestly with that music also i feel like sometimes i only do the music class once you've understood the exercises cuz it's a little bit quicker cuz the music doesn't wait for you <laughs> but yeah once you do that it's just so much fun and you just feel time go by so far well i i know that you played squash at the national level and football at the state level but why a masters in sports management did you have a name like for example virendra skina former hockey captain of india is is a mate and i know that he went and did his sports management and now he handles olympic gold quest because he he sees a career in sports management is there a particular reason why you did a sports management degree so you know initially i did economics then i was going to do actuarial sciences and fitness happened i told you literally because i fell into it right and at that point when i was 15 16 i did not know very honestly that i would make this my lifelong career maybe you know so when i started off it was like oh i'm really enjoying this but i'm still going to study my economics and you know keep at it and then after that i realized that i still want to study further and the whole thing about the sports management course is not only about sports it's about fitness as well so it's also about understanding like how the fitness industry works gymnasiums fitness centers 
sports of course and of course i've learned you know athletic conditioning and sport specific training so kind of putting that all together and the university i went to is of course just give so much exposure because all the olympians in the uk train there and all my classmates are all into sports so it's just a great exposure and i really wanted to experience that as well so it was a combination of wanting to also learn the law and learn the back end stuff of the fitness industry and at the same time really just experience a different thing <laughs> for those of you who don't know namrita purohit has a book which is already out the lazy girl's guide to being fit interesting title what is it all about <laughs> <laughs> you know i wrote that book when i was 17 it's been so long i can't believe it but basically that book is about taking your first step very simply put it's the you know it's called the lazy girl's guide to being fit and the tagline is get smart get moving and that's basically it we talk about how you can shop which will also get you moving <laughs> i'm not so sure these days but yeah shopping or even just you know so many it lists out different forms of fitness as i keep saying that you can do that will get you moving that will have you you know enjoy yourself and of course it also talks about ways to stay motivated and just take your first step into the world of fitness lovely i've seen so many celebrities who wax eloquent about your abilities you know varun dhawan putting out pictures uh, of course uh, jacqueline yourself arjun kapoor all these actors and you also have a, a clientele that is active sports people you know whether it's a pv sindhu or a shikant gidambi or a yuvraj valmiki how do you approach the non sports celebrities as opposed to sports celebrities because uh, some of them you know are have bridged the gap because deepika padukone for example was a former badminton player who's now you know yeah, yeah. an actress so talk about your celebrity clientele and and how you cater programs for them individually yeah so i think you know every session is extremely customized every client every person has a different body and a different goal so it's very very important to keep that goal in mind and then design an entire routine like a sports person like some of the shooters we have for example they are constantly you know hip shifted rifle on their shoulder you know there's a different kind of training you need to make sure you work their obliques their stability because the more stable they are the better they can shoot the better they can hit the target you know there's less recoil so you have to keep all those things in mind and then kind of design a workout whether it's hockey which would require quicker skills as well you know even for badminton you require a lot of hand eye coordination a lot of quick movements lateral movements so you have to kind of keep that in mind and then customize a program accordingly for the client and for the uh, celebrities in the bollywood industry of course every movie they're looking different almost sure. you know sometimes they have to play a sports person sometimes they have to play someone who's put on weight and lost weight sometimes they have to be climbing mountains so you're constantly training them to make sure that one they prevent injury because i think that's a big part of training as well prevent injury and also are able to do that with ease you know without getting fatigued so you have to keep all those things in mind who would be the hardest work working ones <laughs> oh amongst the, amongst the bollywood bollywood uh, folk two or three um, of the hardest working ones <laughs> you know it's a very challenging question because i think they know that their life literally depends on how they look how they train how they move so everybody is super super dedicated whether they're shooting you know from 7 a.m to 7 p.m they'll come later or they'll come at 5 in the morning but they'll do it because they know they have to they don't have a choice like when uh, janvi was shooting for her movie she was so regular she was shooting all day but she would still come at 5:30 in the morning do her training and then head off you know so sara all of them whether malaika varun everybody's 
super super focused for those of you who don't know namrata purohit also sings like a dream <laughs> he released a song called flow could you sing a couple of lines for us so maybe oh my god <laughs> <laughs> don't do this to me i'm a very a, shy singer just a couple of lines just a couple of lines you know <laughs> for the rest people can can go on to youtube and catch it <laughs> So you know actually the story with flow is because I was such a nervous singer I got Manasi Scott who I really look up to I think she's a fantastic singer and one of the best that our country's got and I requested I was like Manasi can you please sing this for me so actually the voice is Manasi's in the song oh. and not mine yeah so the only part I sang and had the courage to sing because she was like now you can do this the only part I literally gave my voice to was the shloka at the start and then the om flow in the end so it's actually not my voice it's manasi who sang um, the main part of flow <laughs> What's the so shloka in the beginning? What is the shloka in the beginning? Uh sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santini ramaya sarve bhadrani pashyantu makashyantu. Beautiful. Beautiful. Listen, I know for a fact that this is not the last we're going to hear about your music and there's lots more <laughs> in store. <laughs> yes, I'm trying not to be too shy and I'm trying to actually get behind the mic and sing this time. <laughs> so that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Wonderful. As far as scuba diving is concerned, I know these are tough times. All my scuba diver friends are saying, "When are we going to go out next?" Oh, yeah. uh, but your favorite <laughs> place would be where? I mean, people some go to the Maldives, some go to the Andamans. Where's your favorite place? See, this is again another really tricky uh, question because I think I'm the easiest to please when it comes to the underwater world. I love every place I go to, and every place I go to, I have to go back like twice and thrice because I think life is so different everywhere. Some places have amazing macro life. Some places have the sharks and the pelagic. So it really is a tough question, but the last trip I went to was just before the lockdown, so that's always going to be a special trip because I know I escaped. I went to Bandar Sri Raja Ampat, which is in Indonesia. So I know I kind of got that incredible twenty-five days of diving. Came back to Mumbai and got locked in my house. So that's always going to be a special trip. <laughs> What do you do at festivals? I mean, like for example, now there's nine days of Navratri and Diwali. Do you binge and then get back to uh, to normal by working out harder, or do you keep a check through the festival season? It's difficult to do because family wants you to eat, friends want you to eat. It's in the air, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is, but you know, I think generally I do tend to keep a check. So. I might have one meal off like if I have one cheat meal and I indulge it's not that I you know get scared of eating it so if I'm indulging I go all out I don't think about it I don't feel guilty but then the next day or the next few days I make sure I kind of eat really well to kind of stay on track and then if there's another day there's another day <laughs> That's valuable advice for everybody going into the festive season because you know it's just yeah. going to be back to back after Navratri is going to be Diwali and then we're going to get get into Christmas. You know that's another <laughs> yeah, reason. Yeah, but that's what I keep saying. The most important thing is at least try not to have all three bad meals. Like don't do jalebis for breakfast and then do I don't know some gulab jamun for lunch and then rasgulla at night. You know, pick one. Even if you're going to eat it every day because maybe you're going for maybe you're eating with your family or meeting some friends or just it's festive vibes. Just try and keep stick to one meal. In the day and maybe one meal in two days if you really can but try not to do all three meals binging <laughs> what's the best best way to get in touch with you and the studio if somebody wanted to book an online session or come into the studio you know once things are up and running i'm sure they've given permission for gyms to open you, does yes. that mean you're going to be up and running very soon yes we will be up and running by i think the 25th is when they have said so hopefully we will be up and running pretty soon and hopefully no hiccups 
but i know that we have sorted everything at our end now just waiting for the government sops and all of that and of course in the country we've already opened in a lot of places and we've been open since july in many places around the, in, around india so uh yeah of course you can look up the pilates studio it's pilatesaltitude.com and then book a class from there and if you want to train with me online then you can go to namrutapurohit.as.me <laughs> and then you can just repeat that again namrutapurohit namrutapurohit.as.me and of course you can find her across social media she's active just type namrata purohit and away you go across all <laughs> social media listen this was so much fun thank you for being one of our nine yes. divas of wellness and have a wonderful festive season up ahead cheers thank you so much you too have a great day stay safe and work out as well okay through the season <laughs>